Langhorns from It's early in the morning, what are we doing up still? Drinking one out of coffee cups, that's fine by me, as long as I'm lying by you. Alright, that's enough. Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Gentleman's Breakfast, live from the lakes, the Great Lake of, we're on Erie? Lake Michigan, man. Michigan. Fucking idiot. Also, have we ever recorded a show that wasn't live based on those standards? No, but like, live from Lake Michigan! Yeah, when they say that, it's because they're broadcasting live. Well, is this is a live broadcast? I don't this understand. Is... I'm confused. No. Alright, let's just move on. Seamus, how have you been? I've been well. How have you been, Jake? Great. It's been a long time. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit how excited I was standing outside of your gate there at O'Hare. Yeah, you waited a bit. And I I was thinking to myself there, it it has only been six fucking weeks. You you waited like a nice little puppy. Yeah. You were there, you were not anxious, you it's let me just, go to the bathroom, I went to the bubbler. I don't know what's going wrong in my life, this is all that I have to look forward to now, but um, how have things been going in uh, 1212, the old apartment there? It's been good, it's uh, you know, a couple uh, bumble dates later, things yeah, are Have you up. had any victims lately? I wouldn't call it a victim. I would say I met a nice person. It's going well. Couple dates. You're still communicating with her? Yeah, yeah. I uh, met her on a Thursday, and then we hung out on a Sunday. It went pretty well. You hung out with her on Sunday. Yeah, she was. Pre- it was pretty entertaining. She's like, she's like dating in San Francisco is really hard. Blah 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 blah. I've gone on two hundred dates, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be honest with you, this is my first bubble date. That's 200 dates sounds a little scary to me. I might pump the brakes a bit, but I'm going to leave that to you. You're, you're I have not up. sensed any craziness. She seems pretty normal. Okay. I enjoy her. So it, it, went, it went pretty well. I've been easing my way into New York, which I think <laughs> we all know is a city that is not my speed. Uh, it's not a place that just wants to relax. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a relaxed type of guy. My, uh, like my first weekend there, I managed to... Uh, on Sunday, I had to drive upstate, and I wake up Sunday morning on my couch, which I had just gotten, which is sitting in the middle of my apartment. There's nothing else in my apartment. Just a couch in the middle of my living room, and that's it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. I wonder why I slept on the couch. And I go to my bedroom, door's locked. <laughs> what? So I'm like, ooh, I don't know how to unlock that. <clears throat> and I try to fashion all manner of things out of paper clips and shit to punch through this tiny little hole in my own bedroom door. I try to force the door several times, but it's a pretty serious door. And clock's ticking away, and it's getting to the time when I'm going to have to drive upstate for the week, okay? Yeah. Obviously, all of my clothes are in my bedroom. Like All my possessions are in my bedroom. So I just have what I wore the night before, which is an orange polo. Some khakis. So you you went to upstate New York with... Look, I hop in the car, and I figure I'll sort this out when I get up there. Luckily, <laughs> near the Holiday Inn that I stay at... Yeah, it's Banana Republic? Or uh, it's at? a JCPenney. <laughs> you know, someone made a joke about JCPenney. I didn't know they still existed. Yeah. Look, there is a lot more. there are a lot more quality items in there than you would expect. <laughs> if we weren't uppity San Francisco fucks... Uppity... Uh, speak, speaking of uppity... 
You went out to get a run of coffees, which is a very nice gesture of you. Yeah. And you got lattes. That's what I drink. Unless it's going to be... Is this like a skinny fat latte? No. What are we drinking? Unless it's going to be... What did you say? Three three lattes? Chill the fuck out. Unless it's going to be good drip coffee, I'm just going to get a latte. Um, but yeah, so I had a week to ponder my uh, state of being up there wearing JCPenney's clothes that I had just bought because um, I locked myself out of my own bedroom. And then on the drive back, I thought about it some more while I was eating Popeyes in the parking lot of a McDonald's, <laughs> which was a pretty interesting look. That's a pretty good segue because a lot of people have asked me, who's, who's handling the adjustment better, you or I, without each other? That's a great question. What's your assessment? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. The first couple weekends, I was like, who can I hang out with? Who's my ride or die bitch? You know. And I was pulling up some like deep freshman squad, you know, JV players, yeah. deep deep reserves, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Well, you're telling me you're getting on concert buses without even reviewing the roster first, which would have been that's rare. When I was there, we would have gone through every name on the list, and there could have been a couple that would have been black balls. Oh yeah. no, not riding on this. Yeah, no, I went I went pretty quickly, and uh, it's like when you move to a new town, you're like. I gotta be friends with anybody. It's reset. Anybody, anybody willing to hang out with me, I gotta hang out it's with. It's reset the entire city of San Francisco for you. So I, I've uh, I've learned to swallow a little pride. I've hung out with some other people that I haven't hung out with in a while, and they said, "Oh, good to see you back." You know, <laughs> you know, like you know, quick jabs to the ribs. Good like, to see you, post Turner. Yeah. Um, oh, it's similar to when we discussed, uh, you know, pre Seamus, post Seamus. Uh, on an earlier episode, except that had a profoundly negative effect on my life. Uh, it sounds like you're on the upswings. You got a new job. I have a new job. Yeah, new love prospects. New prospects. Meet new people in the city. Other than the fact that you were not able to get out of bed before 9 a.m., which startled me. Yeah. You know, I was, I was taking all Chicago had to give to me today. But, yeah, that is, that is rare for me to sleep in like that. But uh, I think I'm I'm handling it pretty well. Uh, the guy that's replaced you has done fairly well in Sweet B. Yo, yeah. Well, the, he didn't have a high bar to clear. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't surprise me at all. What does concern me is that uh, he's hitting a high score there in my own bed. Yeah. Uh, which I slept in for four years. He changed the sheets though. Well, good for him. Yeah. He he's he's doing well and. You know that's that's like that's what I can say about that. We're in my home away from home here, though Chicago, where I spent two years, and we said New York City, not my speed. This place, definitely my speed. This place is your speed. I take down a fucking hoagie on the street here, and no one is looking at me worried about the sodium content. When you say take down a hoagie, you mean an actual sandwich or a woman? It could be anything. You take your pick. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah, you have a little bit of a tint of a smile since we're in the city. I yep. I want you to know that you're a little, you're a little more relaxed, a little more relaxed than normal. Um, uh, there's a few phrases or a few things I've stumbled upon. So Jake, I've gotten progressively fatter. We've all done yeah. this. Yeah, haven't we all? Um, but it bothers me because I'm, I'm, I'm not a fat kid like you. This you don't, is, you don't have a really strong reference point in San Francisco anymore either that you can look to and just be like, whoa. <laughs> At least, at least that's not going on. Yeah, you um, can't carry me around all the time, 
so that you look skinny by comparison. So Eileen, my mother, has been big on the steps recently. Yeah. You know, getting them in, and we're doing some stupid challenges. That's not recent. You've been showing me texts for over a year where your mom just tells you how many steps you got. But there's some new competition. Yeah. So my new job, I, I, I'm probably 500 feet away from the toilet. Okay. So to boost up my steps, because the, the walk to work is closer. Yeah. I, uh... I put my phone in my pocket mm -hmm. to get more steps. Okay. And I, I always see myself checking, like, oh, I just got a couple more steps. And I'm like, this is what my life has resulted to, that I think these three or 400 steps are going to be some illusion that I'm going to lose this gut that I've built over well-acquired time. Know, I feel like the woman that I was talking to last night must have felt while I was talking to her and <laughs> sitting there, and it occurred to me, I was like, wow, I'm boring as fuck now. You're talking about steps. It's pretty boring. That's what you got. You have you. By the way, you have a page full of notes. Yeah, I have a lot. And of one notes. of your notes that was worth going through, one of the ones that made it through the filter, was steps. Here's another one. Kitten. Do you know what kitten means? Spell it. K i t t i n g. No. Keep it in Dutch. <laughs> okay. Okay. One of those hip terminologies I, I stumbled upon, and okay. they thought that was normal. I thought that was pretty entertaining. Who was who was they? The Bumble crowd? No, this must have been some SF assholes. You know, I, I probably must have overheard this at a Phil's coffee shop. Yeah. In San Francisco. Is this something that Lettuce said on his way out to uh, uh, Lettuce Columbia? Is, lettuce is down to Medellin. His final resting place. I am. We're gonna we're gonna visit him. We're gonna do a live show from Medellin. I am directly comparing him to that girl that you meet out. There's always one in a group of six. There will be one of them that's just like, you know, I just really wish I could live in Europe. I feel like things are much better out there. Yeah, but he's actually relaxed. doing it. He's doing it. Yeah, he is actually doing it. But that shit drives me nuts. What is wrong with here? Look, like, let's be fair to this guy. I mean, not to dwell on too too long. He's from Marin. He's okay. from San Francisco. Okay. He's seen it. Went to another college that sucked. Somewhere in the fucking Middle Earth here. And then now he's like... Middle hey. Earth. I haven't heard that one before. I'm going to reuse that. Middle Earth. And then he's like, all right, well, let me go to Medellin. When, when he wrote, he's like, hey, I'm going to Medellin. I'm like, like, Colombia? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm like, good for you. You're like from Narcos? Like he has a job. It's not, it's not like he's a server. He has a legitimate job. Um, so good for him. Oh, another fun fact. This is a, a you know, daily observance here. Okay. I'm sitting there in the Phil's line. You know how Phil's works. You sit there in the queue. You wait like 15 minutes. You finally get your coffee. It's like a drip coffee. Sure. I see one of the girls skating. Se second best coffee in San Francisco. Yeah. I see one of the girls skating from the back. I'm like, oh, that's a girl that works here. Yeah. Has a whole tray of blue bottle, which is another. Oh. And I go, that can't be good. Well, you've tried to convince me for a long time that Phil's the best coffee place in San Francisco, and it's, it's far from it. No, but. Wrecking Ball is better. It's not a coffee, though. You've only had cappuccinos there. Uh, Wrecking Ball? Yeah, because their cappuccino is amazing. It is very good. It's very good. They've got great wall pattern. I don't know. You guys go and you get me, like, whatever mint piece of shit at the fills, and then you try to sell it like it's a fucking Picasso or something. I don't, I don't know where your head's at. Um, you know, I, as I was stumbling through Bumble, Bumble reminded me of uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah? In what way? Were you able to choose your color and font and put some kind of 
about me page up there that yeah and you leave like some kind of hinted that you might be suicidal (laughs) and you and you and you leave this uh away message that like you're you're artsy or whatever the hell you are and then you just wait up on your 56k modem and then you just wait for them to engage yeah uh you know it's a lot of pressure on the women i think they need that pressure to understand what it's like to spit game all the time (laughs) i think women take that for granted you think that there's a a lot of pressure on the women to spit game. Yeah, because they only have 20, I, I, 24 hours to spit game. I think the game. that a woman could text you on that thing nothing but ellipses, and I think you would respond and you would engage one way. Based on her attractiveness, And sure. then if you proposed a time and she was like, sure, well, you would Well, let me ask you this. One of them so said... So I don't think them, you're one expecting them, a lot of game spitting. One of them proposed, hey, have you seen uh, Making a Murderer, Seamus? <laughs> Yeah, you told me about that one. Well, look, let's let's be honest with each other. On Bumble, the purpose of that, of you text communicating, is not so she can spit game to get you interested. It's so that she can determine to the best of her abilities that you're not a fucking terrorist, and that if she meets you in at least a well lit public place, she's gonna be okay. That's the only purpose for it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, not gonna sway you either way. Women have that predicament a lot. I mean, I I, I can. I like to believe I can read people pretty well. I look at a few you like f- to believe that you can do a lot of things pretty well. Name so some that other things. Surprise me. Golf. Yeah, you know, you've fallen apart on the course lately, and you and I both know that. Um, I would say exist. Um, I, I'll come up with a couple other things. I don't want to cut too deep. You can cut as deep as you want. I know how to order a coffee. Do that pretty well. You do it all right. Uh, no, but uh, girls explaining that to me is like, well, I don't know if you're a psycho. I'm like, of course you don't know if I'm a psycho. Yeah. But if I put two or three sentences together, I throw a few fucking phrases at you, you can determine <coughs> whether I'm a psycho. A couple of emojis. Yeah. That's not a big deal. Yeah. But girls are like, I go, how, how, many, how many dates are these girls going on there? Just you, you meet some guy and he's a complete fucking weirdo. <laughs> I do wonder that. And I go. Well, I would love to see some. I, I mean, after the first two or three minutes, like if you're in something that did not seem it was that way, just fucking pull the plug. Yeah. The biggest relationship thing is, I think everyone is geared to be in a relationship that's like six months in, like midstream. I don't have the fucking energy to make it over the hump to get through the first six months. Yeah, well, it, it takes a while to get there. You got to get yeah. through the honeymoon phase, and you got to get there. You got to actually try. I'm not used to that. No, no, am I really excited about it? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit since you've tried, but yeah, I heard you've and had anything really. You've had to have <laughs> recommitment to the game here in New York. I mean, there's a plethora of women. I wouldn't call it recommitment, and me using the term commitment, I think you know, is like a two dollar whore putting a little extra effort in. I mean. Is not any incentive, right? You've already paid. Um, so, I mean, I would say interest in the game. Supply in New York is much higher. Odds are higher. That threshold is a little lower um, for me to get engaged. So, we'll see if I can lollygag my way into something here. You know, get into the right state of drunkenness where I'm not too drunk, but just drunk enough. You to think this lollygag to, to someone that I don't know? This lollygag tactics are going to work? Probably not. We need to spice you up. We need a couple 
quick infusions to get you going out there. What, what, what do you mean by that? You know who I mean. There's a couple targets here that will get you, light the fire underneath your ass, get you going. That's your You have a great way. apartment, you live in a great neighborhood, and you work six blocks away. You made some stupid comment last night where you said, yeah, well, you know, it's it's pretty far away from my apartment. Like, don't you... I didn't... Oh. Don't you live six... Don't you work six blocks I away? I said it was far away from my apartment in the context of me needing to carry something that was like 100 pounds, which I don't want to do, Okay. I didn't want to have something giant shipped, okay? You got to put context around this shit. Obviously, my apartment is extremely close to my office. That's how I picked it. I'm not getting on a fucking train every morning. <laughs> I'm also not going to sweat my balls off. Oh, how so, hot is it out there? Pretty hot? It hasn't gotten that hot yet. Oh, that's the worst. Come, like, we've had a couple hot days. Come, like, August, it's going to be balls pinned to the left side of the leg. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to address how I'm doing better than you without you or anything like that? Well, yeah, that's a pretty loaded question. So, I mean, if you have something that you want to talk about, why don't you just out with it rather than trying to get me to ask you about it? I feel like you prepared for this meeting here. You have a fresh haircut. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah. You look well put together. No, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but better than normal, sure. <laughs> I feel like you were trying to make an impression. Like, you're like that girlfriend that got away. <laughs> You had a tucked-in polo, you had your loafers on, you weren't beat up, you weren't drunk, you weren't disheveled. Yeah. And you, it's almost like you kept it in together uh, longer longer than I did last night. You're yeah. like, well, I gotta make sure that I'm better than her. I felt like that was happening last night. You know, uh, it's scary that it's so easy to draw that kind of comparison. And it works all the way through pretty much. So, with that... I think it's probably okay. about time to go to the report card. I think this is all the content that we can handle on our first week back here. Yeah. What would you, uh, you want to scale on rivers or lakes or? Um, I'm going to rate you on a scale of Chicago. What in Chicago? I'm going to rate you on a scale of Chicago foods. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna re- and the scale goes from at the low end. I'm gonna say is Portillo's, which is a wildly overrated fast food. I thought that was Potbelly's. No, Potbelly's is sandwich place. Uh, Portillo's is like dog shit fast food that everyone goes nuts about. And like anyone, Jimmy John, like that. Like, Jimmy John's is a great sandwich place that's gonna be outside the scale. Okay. Okay. And at the high end of the scale is Luminati's Chicago-style pizza. Okay. And oh, that, we're going to eat Chicago-style pizza out here? Uh, we can try to find time for it. We should. And on that spectrum, I'm going to give you a Chicago-style hot dog. Mm. I don't know if you've looked at a Chicago-style hot dog. I've had one in passing. It looks kind of appealing at first because there are some things in there that look very familiar, right? You see the bun. You see the hot dog. You see the onions. So you get intrigued. You dig a little deeper and you're like, all of a sudden you see, there's a tomato on here. There's a pickle on here. Cole, what's up with that? They kind of just throw everything but the kitchen sink in there Mm. to try to make sure that they're appealing to somebody. That was kind of you. It was good to see you at the airport last night. This is something that's familiar. I feel good sitting down here with you. It's nice and familiar. I get a little deeper and you're really just kind of throwing 
everything out of your hip pocket there. You it's got, all surface level. You got 25 notes on your phone, and you're just scatter shooting, just hoping you catch something, right? <laughs> little relish, little jalapenos, onions, tomatoes, pickles, etc. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you filled me up at least, so... <laughs> That's the whole goal. Something positive there. Uh, you know what you are is, and I think I've highlighted this before, you're a chicken sandwich. Okay. I don't know that for the chicken sandwich metaphor before. Yeah, you're on. like, I want... Because you can do a chicken sandwich a lot of different ways, right? You can get pretty sure. creative with it. You can get yeah. pretty basic. You're like, it's broad range. You sit there, you're like, I'll have the chicken sandwich. And then when they ask you more questions, you're like, well, what do you want with it? And like, I just want mustard. Because mustard is creative enough. It's like you can do a few things with mustard. Okay. But you're just like a, you're like a yellow mustard guy. I'm a yellow mustard guy. Okay. Just to get a little bit of bite there. Um, and that's it. Like you don't try to overdo it. You're not throwing avocados on there. Tomato. You kind of know what you're getting. You get your protein. Avocado doesn't belong on any sandwich, but that's a separate topic. Maybe a BLT. I'm still going to say no. But I get that. All right, yellow mustard, Heinz. No deli style, nothing fancy, no great poupon for me. That's okay, though. I know I'm not a fancy guy. Are you worried about Donald Trump winning the election? Terrified. Do you think that's actual possibility now? No, I don't think it's really a possibility. I am just so over the spectacle of it. Um, And... I, know, I had a feeling you're going to pop me with this at some point, but I mean, what we're witnessing is how a tyrant is born. Like when you look back at history and you're like, how the fuck did this person get in power? Um, this is exactly why. And part of it is because he's got this volatile stew that no one else in the political sphere has on tap, which is he is at least on the surface level pro-religion pro-guns, he's extremely racist and anti-immigration, but he's also pro-welfare for poor people, okay? Nobody else does that. If you want religion, you go to the Republican side of the ticket, which is anti-welfare, socially hyper-conservative, no Social Security, whatever. If you want welfare, you go to the Democrat side of the ticket, and they are at least in their speech, generally speaking, extremely anti-religion. And that was 180 seconds from Jake. I appreciate that. That was a good blurb there. Uh, Till next time. All right.